Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right. Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast. This is Brandon Allen, and I am excited to bring you another leadership podcast today. And today I want to talk a little bit about coaching and I as been I kind of been thinking about this as I just put out my management playbook book on Amazon so you can get that on Kindle so all my listeners who uh, download the podcast every week and and our faithful listeners please go check out amazon.com check out the management playbook and look for that ebook in Amazon and check it out but as I'm talking about coaching and as I'm thinking about coaching I also think about how scary it is sometimes to believe in other people and push them past their boundaries or where they think is possible. Because one thing we know as a coach is that people are capable of coming up with their own answers. We want to empower people to really solve their own problems. And if you've been listening to this podcast, hopefully you understand that by now. But here's the tricky thing. Sometimes people don't think that something that is attainable for them isn't possible. They don't believe that what they can do, they don't believe in what they can do. They just don't. And so as leaders and as coaches, we have to push people beyond what they think is possible and help them to find those answers and help them get to that next step. And I'll tell you what, as a coach, I got to be 100% transparent with you on this. That can sometimes be a very frightening thing to do. and But I think about the flip side to this. There are times where people will say something, and I know in that moment that I need to say and speak some truth into that person's life regarding what they're saying or the limiting belief that they're buying into about themselves. And I have to challenge that. And there's not, depending on the person, there may be some something inside of me that kind of holds me back a little bit and says, maybe I should just let that one slide for today. Maybe I should let that one go. And the same is true, I bet, for you as leaders. Is You have employees and people that do things or say things at times where you think, should I address that now because that's a problem or should I let it go? And the truth of the matter is, is that we should address those issues when at all possible, because that's a coaching opportunity. That's an opportunity for us to make people better. But look, it's scary to do that. How's this person going to react? Are they going to take it personal? Are they going to get pissed? Um, What's going to happen that way um, as I address this person about their behavior? And so as we talk about pushing people beyond their limits, there's one specific concept that I think is very important as we're doing this. And That concept is grace and truth, right? And what does that look like for us? So I can speak truth into someone's life, but I can do it in a way that's really damaging and self-defeating and that that makes that basically makes it so that the the actual message doesn't actually get heard or come across. So for instance, I could go up to someone who's overweight and say, hey, you know what? You're super fat. I wouldn't be wrong in that regard, but I'm not really being graceful in that regard either. In fact, I don't really know that I even have permission 
to speak into that person's life to begin with, right? So as we think about this, look, we can be truthful, but we can harm people with our truth, and we have to be very careful with that. But we can also be too graceful, and we can be graceful, and and, and we can be so graceful that then we start to really enable people because we never say things and we always let it so- slide because we don't want to speak the truth into this person's life. So we, we give them grace, we give them grace, we give them grace, we give them grace. But what's the downside to grace without truth? Grace without truth means that we're not giving people specific instruction to allow them in, to improve. In fact, we're letting someone a lot of times walk in a blind spot in their personal life. For some people, their bad behaviors are blind spots. I think about my own personal life. I remember this all the time. And so if my friend Katie is listening to this, I remember Katie, uh, my friend Katie in college once said to me, Brandon, you're so aloof, it's like you don't care. And I sat and I thought about this in college and I thought, why would this person say that? I can't believe she said I was aloof. But it was a huge blind spot for me because truthfully, I was aloof. Um, I was aloof in high school. I held people out here in college. I, I, it was more than an arm's length that I held people out. Now, people in my inner, inner circle, they, they got to know me a little bit better. But to the average person, you probably thought I hated your guts when in fact, it was probably the exact opposite. I probably liked you quite a bit. I just had a hard time letting my guard down and showing that to people. That was the first time that someone had really brought up a a significant blind spot that I had that although I I thought about it, I, I really dismissed it in that moment. I really wasn't ready to deal with that blind spot until much later in my life. But at the same time, it was a blind spot for me, and it's the first time that someone had pointed that out to me, and now I became a little bit aware of it, even though I didn't do anything with it. People that we work with, that we engage with, and that are employed by us, they have these same blind spots that they walk around with that they don't see and that they don't know, and we have to point those out. And if we don't, how long is this person going to walk in the darkness before we shine some light on their imperfections? How long is that going to happen? And that's what we have to think about. I can change this person's life for the better forever if I speak to this person and really talk to them about what I'm seeing and what's going on. But we have to have two things. We've got to have truth. So we've got to be honest about the situation. I want to be straightforward, but not in a way that is overly obnoxious. But I want to be—I want to cut to the chase. I don't want to beat around the bush like, well, you know, maybe. We've all been a part of conversations like that, have we not? Where someone just beats around the bush and they, they kind of circle the issue until you finally get what they're talking about. Forget that. Just tell them what's going on, but also do it in a graceful way. Do it in a way that values them empowers them and lets them know that you're not judging where they're at, but you're here to support them to walk a new path, right? We're not judging that person, but we're we're supporting them and we're helping them walk a new path if they want to do that. And that's truth and grace. Now, I said a couple of things previous to that. Number one, for in order for this to work, we've got to have permission to speak into people's lives. If we don't get that permission, those types of feedback do not work, right? Have you ever had someone give you feedback and you weren't looking for it and you didn't want it, right? 
I've got that kind of feedback. I don't appreciate that feedback sometimes. Sometimes maybe I do, but a lot of times I'm like, who asked you, pal? And I'm sure you're the same way. We get feedback that's unsolicited, and it's like, hey, I wasn't looking for that. If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about, right? Unsolicited feedback. Thanks, ma'am. Appreciate the tip on how to raise my kids. Why don't you go ahead and worry about your own kids while you're at it? Thank you. Okay, so we we have to have permission to speak into people's lives, and we have to have a relationship, right? I want to build a relationship with people, and it's easy for me to use truth and grace and for people to know that they can trust that when I have a relationship with them that's built upon me caring about where this person's at and where they want to go. This means I have to ask some real specific questions, right? I hear this all the time with regards to leaders talking about underperformers, and they say, you know, I don't understand what's wrong with this person. I send them these audios. I send them this information. I send them all these things to be better, and they don't do anything with it. Well, what's the problem with that? Who knows if they even care about those things, right? You could send me the most powerful seminar ever that you've ever heard that you love, but if I don't really care about that, if I'm not interested in that, who cares? It doesn't matter. I may look at that. I may not. It may give it may create impact for me, it may not. So we have to be careful about what we're doing to enrich people's lives, and we have to make sure that it's actually in line with what they want. Because in the end, and I'm gonna write an article about this later on New Work Revolution, in the end, it's really about their goals and what they want, right? People come to work for them. They don't come to work for us. I know that's hard to hear because we want them to be bought in and all in because we give them a paycheck. But listen, when our employees come to work, they come to work for them. They don't come for us. They don't. So how do we make it about them, but also make it about us, right? And this is part of that. Part of that is helping them recognize blind spots, helping them overcome that, and now creating an environment where they're better today than they were yesterday as a result of that. And, and the whole bottom line here is that we don't, want, we don't want to settle for mediocrity. When I'm working with a client, I don't want you to be mediocre. I don't. And if I hear you being mediocre, if I see you being mediocre, I'm going to point that out to you. The same is true for your team. Your team doesn't want to be mediocre, but they'll settle for mediocrity. Why? Because mediocrity is comfortable. If I've always been mediocre, if I've always approached something in a mediocre way, changing that requires some serious effort, and that's hard. Being mediocre, although I don't want to be, is easy to fall into and do. So we have to remember that, right? We look at people's mediocrity and we say, that person doesn't care. What's wrong with them? What they, What's really happening is change is hard and they're having a hard time changing. They need a change agent or a catalyst, that catalyst being you, to sit down with them and help initiate that change and give them permission to play bigger. And we all need that permission sometimes. So think about this in your own business, in your own leadership team. How have you settled for mediocrity? Where are areas where you could have pushed someone to their greatness, but you instead allowed them to continue to be mediocre because you didn't want to have the tough conversation? What about the times where you've had the tough conversations, but you've forgotten that you need grace and truth, right? It can't be just truth or just grace. We can go too far with either one of those things, but we need to bring those together and say, how do I be truthful with this person, but also be graceful about it so they walk away away from this conversation feeling like they've been empowered and that they feel like 
they can accomplish whatever it is that we've talked about. So again, I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's New Work Revolution podcast. Again, go to Amazon, check out the Management Playbook, or you can see more information about the Management Playbook on newworkrevolution.com. Check out the book. It's a quick read. It's an impactful read. Get it for you. Get it for someone that you care about, who you want to be a better leader and a manager for their team. So I want to thank you again for listening this week. This is Brandon Allen from the New Work Revolution podcast, and I am out. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.